Welcome to a special Veterans Day podcast of the greatest memories. As always, the greatest memories is made possible by our sponsor, four retirement communities in the state of Georgia. The cottages on Wesleyan and the gables at Wolf Creek, both in Macon. The cottages of Monroe in Walton County, Georgia, and the cottages at Woodland Terrace in Milledgeville. You can find out about any or all of these gated communities at this website, cottagelifestyleliving.com. We begin this Veterans Day special edition of The Greatest Memories by saying thank you to all of you who have served our country and all of you who are serving now all around the world. In early September, The Greatest Memories had the privilege of being the media representative on the Middle Georgia Honor Flight to Washington, D.C. We'll be sharing some thoughts from several of the veterans who were on that flight, as well as some people we met along the way. But let's begin with Dave Nichols, the national chairman and president of the Honor Flight Program, which began the year after the World War II Memorial opened on the National Mall. We have about 140 regional hubs all over the country, including Alaska, and they all bring vets to D.C. to see their memorials. And how did the Honor Flight Program begin? Earl Morris, who was a um, physician assistant at a VA hospital in Ohio, Many of his patients were World War II veterans. He realized that a lot of these men and women aren't going to make it to see their memorial, whether financially they can't do it or maybe they don't have people that can take them. So he thought he would start up with his his buddies at the Aero Club there, and they started bringing veterans a couple at a time, and word spread, and it caught on. Later on, Jeff Miller, he's a business owner in North Carolina, he started doing the same thing. But Jeff was doing it at a little larger scale. Instead of a couple at a time on Cessnas, he would charter a plane and bring veterans. And then in time, they joined forces and formed what's called the Honor Flight Network, as we are now. And most of the Honor Flight trips are one-day flights. The main sites are the three war memorials, and then the Air Force Memorial, the Marine Corps Memorial, Arlington National Cemetery for the changing of the guard, and then some other spots in D.C., maybe the Navy Memorial. Dave Nichols has witnessed many touching moments over the years. One of those involved the honor flight from Rochester, New York. We had a World War II veteran was a navigator on a B-17, and we're at the Korea War Memorial with our veterans. And at the same time, one of our honor flights from New Jersey was there as well. Next to us was one of the New Jersey Honor Flight veterans, and they looked at each other and recognized each other. Well, they hadn't seen each other for at least 30 years. It turned out that other veteran was a gunner on the same B-17 as our navigator. They were shot down over Europe and spent 14 months together in a German POW camp. And if they hadn't looked at each other, they would have been eight or ten feet apart of each other with that kind of history without even knowing it. The Middle Georgia Honor Flight has been in existence since 2018. Our trip was their fifth to the nation's capital. 
And one of the veterans on that flight was Don McLeod from Vidalia. McLeod retired as a chief warrant officer in the U.S. Army. I volunteered for the draft in 1955, and I was drafted in 1956. I uh, went to basic training, and I completed my two years at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. When I got out, I had acquired a, a wife and a baby. And when I got out, I went back to Georgia, and I could not find a job. So I uh, went back in the Army and stayed there for 18 more years. McLeod recalled his favorite assignment in the Army. Shortly after I went back in, I, I, I went to Germany. Best assignment in the world. I was in Germany when the Berlin Wall went up. And that, that caused some pretty, uh, pretty bad moments, but uh, we got through it. I was supposed to come back just about the time that the Berlin Wall went up, so we got an, another six months over there. Of course, I got a promotion during that period of time, so it was all right. McLeod served in Vietnam and says the honor flight is a way to give Vietnam vets the proper welcome home they did not get after that war. It sure helps, yeah. Uh, there are a few things that have happened in the past couple of years that, that kind of eased the pain some. This is a big thing toward helping it. But I'm, I'm not as bitter as I, I'm against America as I was at one time. And to sum up Don McLeod's Army career. I, I don't regret having spent uh, 20 years in the Army one bit. And, and uh, I never thought about getting out once I, once I was in. The Greatest Memories. Bob Long is a vice president and co-founder of Middle Georgia Honor Flight. Uh, Roger Jennings and I set it up in February of last year uh, because Middle Georgia needed to honor their vets for the sacrifices they made and have pretty much been forgotten. Long and Middle Georgia Honor Flight President Roger Jennings rotate the role of flight commander for each trip. Every trip is memorable, different experience, a different emotion for everybody. The Marines are always quick to tell you that the Iwo Jima monument did not go down like that. Mr. Les Goggins, who was on our inaugural flight, was there and told us that no, there was only one person that led the charge up the hill to raise the flag. And that was their way of signaling to the fleet that we had taken Iwo Jima. But it turned out there was a Stars and Stripes reporter there who was also a photographer and he said, we need a better Kodak moment. That's what we see today is the monument. Every vet brings his own story. Some stories are heartbreaking. When you go to the Vietnam Wall, you see vets that, that see names of people that didn't come back with them. It's pretty emotional. A lot of these vets that come on this trip, they haven't shared a lot of the memories that they release here between the camaraderie of the folks that we've got on this trip with them. And on a personal level, what does Long get from the honor flights he's on? I get the satisfaction of seeing our veterans get the gratitude extended to them that they haven't seen throughout their careers. When we come to Washington, D.C., it's not uncommon for tourists and locals to come up to our veterans and thank them for the services that they did for our country. Uh, that's a, a nice gesture. I'm a Vietnam vet, and I remember what we were called when we came back from Vietnam. So we want to turn that memory around, and they get it today. A lot of these folks go back. I have yet to have one person go back that didn't have a good time and an enjoyable experience. And we rely on that to be spread by word of mouth so we get more bets. The greatest memories. 
And our special Veterans Day podcast continues with another vet who was on the September Middle Georgia Honor Flight, Jim Lewis from Perry, Georgia. He served in the U.S. Navy during the Korean War. I was on a destroyer in the engine room, forward engine room, and uh, we were over there three times. We were in the Philippines when it started and wound up at Okinawa pulling plane guard for the Valley Forge. And uh, later on that month, we hit a mine, almost sunk that thing. Had it bounced one more time, I wouldn't be here because the forward fire room was flooded. Everybody in there was killed. And I got very lucky. I just got blown across the engineering space down the engine room. I lost a lot of shipmates. And uh, we made it back to Sasebo because the Sea of Japan was just like glass. The Japanese shipyard, they cut all the bad stuff out and put in some plates, and we made it back to the States and re-outfitted, and I went over twice more. Lewis has been to D.C. and seen the memorials before, but this visit was different. Because I'm with all these guys who are in the same boat I am, so to speak, ex-servicemen, and it's just a great pleasure to be with them. And the biggest deal is I got to bring my son along as my nursemaid. And that nursemaid, or guardian, that Lewis referenced was his son, Brian. Well, it was just an honor to come with him. I've enjoyed, I go to his ship reunions with him some. And so this is just another opportunity for us to travel together and and honor him for his service. Seeing him with the other veterans and uh, just how he carries himself and how he looks out for others, it's... A good thing. And Brian was especially impressed with the welcome the Honor Flight received on their arrival at BWI Airport. That was very special because it's just neat to see all those individuals who've committed to that that don't know us, don't even necessarily know the particular veterans, but are committed to showing that respect like that. That, that meant a lot. Middle Georgia Honor Flight was also greeted at BWI by 10 active duty military personnel who served as guardians for the veterans. For Amber, who was in the U.S. Air Force, this was her first honor flight. I just thought it would be a good experience just to get out there and meet people who have actually gone to war and things like that, just to hear the stories and support them. For Natalie from the U.S. Navy, this was honor flight number four. Um, it gives you kind of an opportunity to hear some really interesting stories. Both my grandparents were in World War II, and they passed away when I was younger and had no idea I was joining the military, and now I have such a amazing respect for these men and women who come on these flights, so it's just a lot of fun. And are there particular stories that Natalie remembers most? There's been a few. There was one, he said they were on a tank in Vietnam, and they had hit a mortar, and the way he described the scene was just unbelievable, and it really kind of hit me hard, so there's so many, so many stories. I've also heard a lot of they wish they had stayed in. Listening to The Greatest Memories. Veterans of World War II get first priority for a Middle Georgia Honor Flight. One of those is Bob Chester. I enlisted in 1944 when I was 17, and uh, I went aboard the uh, USS Ludlow at the Brooklyn Navy Yard in the spring of 45, and we immediately left for the Pacific, and we were out there at the end of the Pacific campaign and the occupation of Japan. I served as a uh, gunner's mate third class. 
The Honor Flight was Chester's first time to experience the World War II Memorial. Oh, Bob Dole, I remember he really campaigned hard for this. It is outstanding, outstanding. And Bob Chester Jr. was his dad's guardian on the trip. I've been to, to D.C. with my daughters and uh, very excited to see this, see the Air Force Museum. That, that was new because we came, when we came, we came a couple years before 9-11, so we didn't know about how the plane went into the Pentagon, and we didn't know a lot of the stuff that has transpired since, but, but oh, it's, it's great, it's, it's great. It's great to see, too, our country still patriotic, still, still gets into the, the veterans, and uh, it's still a big deal here. And about sharing the Middle Georgia Honor Flight experience with his dad? It, it means a lot. Uh, when he went in at 17, the war, you know, we'd been at war for four years, and uh, you know, he, he was scared to death, but he enlisted, and, he, and he, he volunteered, and he went. And once he got out, they had ship reunions, and they, they kept it up, and uh, it was a regular part of his life. He always flew an American flag at home. When the Middle Georgia Honor Flight arrived at its first stop in the nation's capital, volunteer tour guide Rosemary Bozo boarded the charter bus. I only guide Honor Flight tours. Other people have told me, why don't you become a paid tour guide? I was a teacher for years. That was my career. But I only do Honor Flight tours. It is so much fun. Rosemary guides about 35 Honor Flight tours a year, something she's done for more than seven years. I have had people in 4-4 Deuce, that's the Japanese-American battalion, that their families were internment camps. I have had people who have landed at D-Day. I have had people at the Battle of the Bulge. I have had people at Iwo Jima. All the stories are wonderful. And on the story thing, the vets don't know yet, I'm going to assign them homework. And this is homework for every vet out there. There is a project called the Veterans History Project. It's through the Library of Congress. The Library of Congress is collecting veterans' stories. So you just Google Library of Congress Veterans History and it will come up. And they want to get the stories either recorded, letters, whatever, into the Library of Congress for researchers in the future. And why does the retired school teacher keep guiding these tours? My mother was a Marine in World War II. My dad was in the Army, six invasions. My uncle, Pearl Harbor survivor, two births from the Arizona and other uncle, 8th Air Force shot down over Germany POW. This is so personal to me, and it's just such a pleasure. I cannot think of any better way to spend a beautiful day in D.C. than a group of veterans. The main thing Rosemary Bozo hopes the veterans take home from the honor flights. I hope that they understand how much appreciation that everybody shows them. Seeing the memorials is great and all the rest, but how much they are truly appreciated. From takeoff in the early morning to the late night landing, each Middle Georgia Honor Flight has a nurse on the trip. For the September edition, that role was filled by Sally Sermon. I think your basic nursing training, first aid, uh, being able to respond quickly to emergencies is all you need. Got great guardians, they know each of their their folks. Uh, we've got uh, paperwork that we filled out in advance on each person, kind of know what to expect. They're pumped for this, too. This was Nurse Sally's second honor flight, and it's a lot more personal for her than just serving in an official role. My husband is a Marine. My son is a Marine. We've just got military in our blood. My husband was a guardian for his father on the first flight, and he came back with some incredible stories. Um, the honor flight for each trip is, is an incredible privilege. They were excited to go. 
Uh, they saw the monuments, came home tired, excited. Would love to go again, but it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. More of the greatest memories right after this. Our special Veterans Day podcast of the greatest memories is made possible by our sponsors. The Cottages on Wesleyan, the Cottages at Woodland Terrace, the Cottages of Monroe, and the Gables at Wolf Creek. These are four gated retirement communities all in the state of Georgia. Each community has its own unique charm and personality, but the common element is the residents who love living here. These communities all have one and two bedroom, one level patio homes for independent living. The Cottages on Wesleyan also has assisted living suites, and the Cottages at Woodland Terrace will be opening a new assisted living residence in early 2020. To see pictures, floor plans, amenities, and more, visit cottagelifestyleliving.com, and then arrange a tour of the Cottages on Wesleyan and the Gables at Wolf Creek, both in Macon, Georgia, the Cottages of Monroe between Atlanta and Athens, and the Cottages at Woodland Terrace in Georgia's Lake Country, Milledgeville. That website, once again, cottagelifestyleliving.com. The most senior veteran on the September Middle Georgia Honor Flight was 94-year-old World War II Army Vet Al Pallas from Macon. I was with the 103rd Infantry Division and went through Battle of the Bulge from Marseille to Austria and I was a gunner on a motor. The honor flight was also a long overdue welcome home. When I came home, there was no parades. I don't ex- didn't expect it, but by the same token, you know, it was just another guy coming home. And it was just wonderful being around people like we had on this trip. But Al said the trip was also bittersweet for him. It just brings back a lot of memories and I just wish that I could bring back some of the guys that I was in the army with. I can't find them anymore. We went through so much together and we were like brothers and I miss them even to this day. Al's wife Judy served as his guardian for the honor flight. This was I think something that he needed to see, something he needed to experience. You know, and to have people, you know, when you get off the plane or when we even boarded the plane, you know, the people that gave you a send-off, the fire trucks that gave the water over the plane, the welcome off the plane. You know, when we went into the World War II Memorial, the people that shook your hand and made the veterans feel very, very special. And for Judy Pallas, this trip had even more special meaning. My dad served in World War II and the Korean War, and my mom served in World War II as a nurse. The military is, you know, they're a family in its own and very special. A highlight for all of the honor flights is witnessing the changing of the guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier in Arlington National Cemetery. Staff Sergeant Lewis is part of Regimental Memorial Affairs at Arlington. I was here as a tomb guard for a while. I did 120-some changes. And uh, when we have our honor flights here, it's uh, even more special for us because we get a show every day that we pay respect not only to the unknowns but to every single person that's ever uh, fought for our country. And so when we have guys here that have fought for our country, it's just kind of a, 
a good way of us showing that we appreciate what they gave to us to allow us to step foot on that plaza every day. As far as the assignment of being part of the old guard at Arlington? I would recommend this to any service member that has served. It uh, kind of gives you another view of what the world's like and kind of it's very humbling to step on these grounds every day. I'm here every day and it's uh, every day that I'm out here it is just a peaceful humbling moment. The greatest memories. The Middle Georgia Honor Flight veteran who had perhaps the most unusual credentials in the service was Jack Curl. My home of records uh, upon entering service on my DD Form 214 says Georgia State Prison, Reesville, Georgia. My daddy was a guard there reasonable at the prison, Georgia State Prison. And Carl has a combined 22 years in two branches of the military. Well, I first joined the uh, Army National Guard in September of 1953. And then when I got out of high school in 55, I joined the Air Force and I retired from the Air Force in 31 December 1977. Jack's military pedigree covers several generations. My uncles and all was in World War II. My dad was a little bit too old for World War II. And my great-great-grandpa, he died at the Second Battle of Manassas. And one of my forefathers, he was in the American Revolution. The Middle Georgia Honor Flight staff is entirely made up of volunteers. One of those, Jeanette Wall, served as the bus captain for the September trip. I love everything about what we're doing. My dad was on the inaugural flight uh, back in September of 2018. That's when I learned about it, and uh, it's something that I'm very passionate about. You know, being a military brat, um, and I have a long history of military family members and want to do what I can to give back because uh, many of them did not get the welcome home that they deserved. And I love to see all of the veterans who especially have never been here before see what was built in their honor. It's just, it's very heartwarming and uh, I love to see the interactions of them and other veterans. Uh, that's some of my favorite uh, moments when I see them with other honor flights and uh, that's it's wonderful. And even being part of two Middle Georgia honor flights, Jeanette Wall says one of the most surprising things. How patriotic um, the citizens of Washington, D.C. are. Um, little kids, um, you know, complete strangers, people that are just out running for exercise will stop and shake the hands and thank these veterans, which is uh, what they deserve. And one of those veterans on the Middle Georgia Honor Flight was World War II Navy vet Ralph Stokes from Macon. I went in, in uh, at uh, Jacksonville Naval Air Station in 1944, and I stayed there the whole time, and I got a discharge two years, three months. The war was going down at that time, you know, counting down. They never called me to go anywhere. So I stayed right there, got my discharge. The greatest memories. Our special Veterans Day podcast continues with a visit to the World War II Memorial, located between the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial on the National Mall.
This memorial never would have happened without Bob Dole, a former presidential candidate and longtime U.S. Senator from Kansas who chaired the fundraising campaign. Senator Dole recalled seeing the World War II memorial for the first time back in 2004. Yeah, it was even more than I had in mind. I think it's a wonderful memorial, and there's no federal money in it. It's all private funds. We raise it in the private sector. Even at age 96, Senator Dole still visits the World War II Memorial most Saturdays, just as he's done for the past 15 years. Well, I'm a veteran, and I like veterans, and I had a little something to do with this. So I like to greet them and say hello and where are you from, and, you know, we like each other. And I met men and women from all over the world, so I find it very exciting to come out here and shake hands and say a few words to my colleague. So that's why I do it. They're good men and women. The World War II Memorial always has people in authentic uniforms from the era. One of those is Sid Wade. I do living history here at the World War II Memorial, mainly to uh, greet the veterans that are coming in on honor flights and then other organizations and also participate in our uh, ceremonies that we have here. I'm portraying George S. Patton, Jr. And especially when the World War II vets first lay eyes on Sid Wade as General Patton, he often gets startled looks of disbelief. I do a lot of that, and I've also met uh, two members of Patton's staff when he was in Europe, and I met one of his drivers. Now, if I hadn't been in this outfit, they would have never told me that. It's very popular, and the only reason I have done this is because I've had a lot of requests from veterans wanting me to do it, so I did. Wade's General Patton uniform is authentic right down to the cigar. The cigar is part of the persona. George Patton smoked 10 or 12 cigars a day. Uh, and when he, was, when he didn't smoke or he tried to quit or his doctor said, you know, you need to cut down, even the dog didn't want to be around him until he started pulling a cigar out of the drawer and then everybody was okay. The September Middle Georgia Honor Flight proudly included World War II Navy veteran Bill Marshall. I was in a bombing squadron, uh, uh, 82, in a dive bombing group, and we operated off the deck of the USS Randolph. 1945 through 1947. And how was Bill able to be a part of the honor flight? I've just found out about it, you know, several weeks ago. And my son-in-law and, uh, and daughter decided that it would be a nice combination Father's Day and birthday if we could get me a seat on the uh, honor flight. So... The ladies got all my Navy records and filled out all the forms and all that kind of stuff. And then I got a letter from the uh, Honor Flight Group in uh, Middle Georgia that I'd been accepted and they're setting up this trip today. And I'm very grateful. Middle Georgia Honor Flight has six trips scheduled for 2020 beginning in March. If you'd like to register a veteran from World War II, Korea, or Vietnam for a future trip, if you'd like to find out how you can be a guardian or other ways you can get involved, here's a website, middlegahonorflight.org. That's middlegahonorflight.org. You can also join Middle Georgia Honor Flight's Facebook page. 
And if you're outside the Middle Georgia area and want to find the Honor Flight closest to you, the network website is honorflight.org. And now we'll close out this special Veterans Day podcast of the greatest memories with some final thoughts about what the Middle Georgia Honor Flight meant to a few of the veterans who were part of the September trip. This is the most unimaginable thing that I have ever been thought would happen to me. I spent 13 years in the Pentagon, and during that period of time, I never got to Washington as a tourist until today. This is extra special for me. I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to get back to normal with all this handshaking and people, you know, talking to you and such like. I wasn't expecting nothing like this. Just out of this world, a tremendous thing. I, 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 I couldn't imagine anything. I, I had a, a nephew who put my name in and uh, here we are. I thought it was wonderful and I appreciate what my wife did, what the pastor of the church did in getting me up here, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. The Greatest Memories has been brought to you by the Cottages on Wesleyan, the Gables at Wolf Creek, the Cottages of Monroe, and the Cottages at Woodland Terrace. Four great communities for seniors all in the state of Georgia. The Greatest Memories is a creative service of GMS Productions of Macon, Georgia. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. The Greatest Memories from GMS Productions.